How do we stop and notice that incredible, holy things happen to us every day? My name is Rabbi Lauren Holtzblatt, and this is Awake, Finding the Holy in the Everyday. When you listen, I hope you'll take a few minutes to pause, to open yourself to the possibility that holiness, connection, and presence are around us all of the time. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a good week. I'm again coming to you from my basement. It's becoming a, a regular place and time that I send these messages out, these podcasts. So today's story, you know, it's the little things that we notice on our on our walks outside. You know, we're spending so much time inside and pulling my kids out to go for walks or to play basketball or to do something where we're getting a little vitamin D and just getting outside. I noticed the other day we have um we have a yellow rose bush in our front lawn. We bought this house that we're living in about two and a half years ago. And there's a beautiful red rose bush. I'm sorry, it's yellow. There's a beautiful yellow rose bush that blooms every year. And in these last two years I've been excited each year when it blooms because it's just gorgeous yellow. And I was with my son walking the other day and we left the front door and we walked over to smell the roses, really, to stop and smell the roses. And I noticed that on the edge of the yellow rose, there was a pink line, not on every rose, but on some of them, there was a pink line that was almost like a contour line on the outer part of the petal stems, of the petals. And I I said to him, look at it, look at that, look at that pink. I've never seen it before. And he said, yeah, I've never seen it before either. I said, I wonder what it is. I wonder if this rose bush is going to actually now turn pink. So we, we went, we played basketball and the next day, uh, the gardener that does many of our, our gardens on our street was, he was around and face masks and everything. And I said to him, I have a question for you. And I showed him the pink on the edge of the petals of the yellow rose. And I said, is the, is the rose bush, are these petals now going to turn pink? What's, what's going on here? And he said, no. He said, what that is, it's almost like a recessive gene. He said that, that this particular plant may at some point been grafted with a red rose bush. And um, in putting those two together, the yellow and the red, the red almost became recessive. And as the plant ages, you're seeing more and more of that, that pink or that red come out. And so it's just telling you something about the DNA of the plant. First of all, I thought that was fascinating. I did a lot of Googling about that. And it made me start to think about our own DNA and the things that we are individually made of, that at moments are parts of ourselves that are dominant, you know, like our brown brown eyes, our brown hair, the things that show up to us. But what are some of the things that are recessive and maybe even dormant in us from generations past on our genetic line that at moments 
come out and show themselves and reveal themselves like that pink on the rose. We spend a lot of time in our Jewish tradition remembering the Avot and the Imaot. We say every day um, in in our Amidah, we say, Elohei Abraham, Elohei Yitzchak, Elohei Yaakov, Elohei Sarah, Elohei Rivka, Elohei Rachel, Right? We say all the Avot's name and all the Imaot's names, um, and we're we're trying to invoke them and their relationship with God and to tap into that. And I thought to myself, well, what if during these particular times there were things that were lying dormant in us that were things that we had been passed from generation to generation that we could really use right now? And I looked up um, Isaac Luria, who's a 16th century Kabbalist. He lived um, a bunch of his years in Sfat in northern Israel in an incredible time in Sfat when... There was just a burgeoning of Kabbalistic thinking, and also um, Yosef Karo was living there at the time, who was the author of the Shulchan Aruch. And it was just an amazing time to live in northern Israel. And the Ari, Isaac Luria is known as the Ari, the lion. What he writes about is that in the beginning, in the beginning of time, that there was Adam Kadmon, almost Adam Harishon, the first human being. And that first human being was created from infinite light, from the light of the universe that shone from one end of the universe to the other. And when Adam Kadmon um, died, all of the, the elements of his, of his neshama, of his soul, were spread out all over the universe. And that each human being that is born has a little, a little piece of the soul of Adam Kadmon. That each of us carries a spark of that primordial light that Adam Arishon, that first human being, carried so brightly. And it made me think that, you know, our DNA is, is the stardust, is the light of our ancestors, and that each one of us that has been born with our own unique genetic code have unique things that we need to bring into this world. And that at this time of real darkness in our universe and time that we have trouble distinguishing one day from the next, that one of the things we might call upon are the gifts that we were given from our ancestors. Maybe I need a little bit more strength today. Maybe I need a little bit more empathy. Maybe, maybe today I need, I need endurance or I need resilience and I need to call up for my ancestors. And I was thinking, you know, so many people these days are doing Ancestry.com and trying to learn about where they came from, where their origin story is. And as we're recalling the people of the past, you know, learning our roots and where we've come from, Let's remember that we're not single beings that live 80, 90, God willing, 100 years and have single lives, but that we are actually linked, Lador Vador, from one generation to the next. And what we carry forward, even in our life right now, are pieces of a past, a pieces of a web of a community, a family, of a Jewish community, 
which experienced lots of life and has lots of lessons to teach us. So maybe this week, if you have a moment or two, you'll dig deep back into your own past and to find maybe who was there, who was there lurking and, and who has something in which to offer you for this particular moment in which we find ourselves. And maybe some color, pink, yellow, whatever it is, will be able to find its way forth and not be so recessive, but actually come into the light. Have a good week. Thank you so much for listening. Before I go, you can always check out more episodes at addisisrael.org slash awake or on Apple Podcasts. Please make sure to hit subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a review to let us know you like the show. It helps us to get the word out. Finally, you can email us at awake at addisisrael.org to give feedback about the show. Let us know what you like and what you want to hear more of. Thank you for listening, and I'm wishing you a holy encounter this week.